Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. stuff that you and I were simply not going to be able to grasp it until we pass through the curtain, until we leave the jungle and enter into the city, the new Jerusalem. You, you get what I'm saying? You guys understand what I'm talking about? I believe this idea of Jesus coming with clouds, like many things in the Revelation, it's a bit like that. It's meant to provoke our holy imagination. But when we finally see it, it will far exceed anything we've imagined. As Pastor Robert continues to lead us through the book of Revelation, we are reminded that our interpretation of Scripture is limited by our ability to comprehend it. Not until we witness the events detailed in this book will we start to gain a full understanding of their meaning and grandeur. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. Every now and then on Facebook, I'll see somebody will post a a picture of of the clouds, you know, maybe a heart or, you know, like the face of Jesus or a cross or some configuration, you know, in the the clouds. Revelation chapter 1, verse 7, which is where we pick it up today, tells us that one day every single person on planet Earth is going to see Jesus coming with clouds. But what does that actually mean? Look at it with me. It's on the screen. Behold, he is, clum- he is coming with clouds, and every eye will see him, even they who pierced him. And all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Even so, amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. Now, Verse 7 begins with, with a bit of an exhortation that it's easy to, to just read right past. It's easy to, easy to miss it, you know. Behold. When you see that word in the Scriptures, it, it's, it's basically, you know, it's kind of like we say to one another, look, listen, listen to me. You know, or, you know, it's like an attention grabber is the idea. Pay attention to this. Look at this. Consider this. And here it's exhorting us to give serious consideration to the fact that one, one day Jesus is going to return to planet Earth to take over. You know, this is the time of year when we celebrate the baby Jesus, right? And it's so important to remember that the Bible teaches us that baby Jesus grew up, that he is the king of glory, and he's coming back to the Earth to take over. It says he's coming with clouds. What exactly is he talking about? 
It refers to something much more than the fluffy white blankets that we see almost every day or, or, or even the dark storm clouds that roll in over South Florida on a regular basis. Exodus 13, 21 tells us the Lord went before them, talking about the people of Israel. The Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead the way. And we know that at night it was pillar of fire. Exodus 16, 10 says, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. Exodus 40, 38, the cloud of the Lord was above the tabernacle by day. Exodus 19, 9, the Lord said to Moses, behold, I come to you in the thick cloud that the people may hear when I speak with you and believe you forever. Revelation 1, 7 points us to the fulfillment of the angel's promise in Acts chapter 1, verses 9 to 11. It says, now, when he had spoken these things, talking about Jesus, while they watched, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel who also said, men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. In other words, he, he went up with the cloud, he's coming back with the cloud. But what kind of cloud are we talking about? Well, 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16, the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of an archangel, with the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. I believe this cloud is talking about the manifest presence of God in, in terms of like God's glory, a cloud of his glory. In one place, the, one of the passages we looked at talked about the, the, the glory of God in the cloud. I don't think it's going to be mistakable. You know what I mean? It's not going to be something that, you know, where you, where you think, oh, is that it? Is that it? No, it, you're going to know. There's not going to be any question. But this catching up that we just read about, the rapture of the church, when we who are his will be taken up to join him in the clouds of his glorious presence, it's going to take place almost in secret. Jesus talked about it in Matthew chapter 24, verse 40. Jesus said, then two men will be in the field. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming, but know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would, would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Now, this is interesting, but the event described in Revelation chapter 1, verse 7 is going to be witnessed by every living soul, every eye. That's just kind of mind-blowing. How can it even be? I mean, right now, half the world's dark, right? I mean, they're, they're, not, even, they're not even awake. They're sound asleep. How, how, is it, how is this going to be? The promise is that every eye will see him. It won't be a mystery where one is taken and another left behind. This is going to be the ultimate arrival. When Jesus returns with the clouds of his glory, this which is currently kind of beyond our intellectual grasp, outside our physical frame of reference, it's going to make sense. 
I, I remember trying to explain to the young adults of the Peruvian jungle what Aventura Mall looks like. You know, they have, they have this little um, bamboo and corrugated metal structure that they've run a, a electricity to it, and, and there's, a, there's a freezer in there where they keep popsicles and a few other things, and there's a refrigerator where they keep Coca-Cola and so forth. And they have, you know, the, the basics, little plastic pitchers. There's one that the, the ladies use on the boat ride. That's, that's, that's their chamber pot. Remember, you know what a chamber pot is? You know, the ancient toilet that was just a bucket basically in the, in the corner. But on that 12-hour boat ride, you got to do something. So they sell those in, the, in their little store toothbrushes and bars of soap and toilet paper, you know, just, just the, and, and it's, it's half the size of this stage. Now that's their shopping mall. So how do you describe something like Aventura Mall to someone who has lived their entire lives within that context? Listen, do you understand that it's not a cop-out to say to someone his ways are higher than our ways. I mean, there's, there's stuff that you and I, we're simply not going to be able to grasp it until we pass through the curtain, until we leave the jungle and enter into the city, the new Jerusalem. You, you get what I'm saying? You guys understand what I'm talking about? I believe this idea of Jesus coming with clouds, like many things in the Revelation, it's a bit like that. It's meant to provoke our holy imagination but when we finally see it, it will far exceed anything we've imagined. And he says that when Jesus appears, every eye will see him. Even they who pierced him and all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Now, this is a clear reference to Zechariah, the prophecy in Zechariah chapter 12, verse 9, which says, it shall be in that day that I will seek to destroy all the nations that come against Jerusalem. And I will pour on the house of David and on the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplication. Then they will look on me, whom they pierced. Yes, they will mourn for him as one mourns for his only son and grieve for him as one grieves for a firstborn. Thanks, Pastor Robert, for that informative and encouraging message from the book of Revelation. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at MainThingRadio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to tell you how you can partner with us to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy with the details. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the donate button. Thanks, Tracy. Any amount you're able to donate is greatly appreciated and useful. 
Another way you can support Main Thing Radio is through prayer. We're so grateful for those. Please pray also for the people who, like you, are listening to this program. Pray that God will touch their hearts and lead them to himself. Thank you for praying, and thank you for listening today. Join Pastor Robert again to continue learning about the anticipated return of our Savior when we jump back into Revelation on the next edition of Main Thing Radio.